Yes, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to my new podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis, so you don't have to. It is called Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, which you probably saw when you clicked on this. Uh, so a bit of a recap, if you aren't caught up with 205 Live, I can catch you up now, for your sake, and uh, let's be honest, probably mine. So anyone listening who uh, doesn't know what's going on, will know what's going on, because let's be honest, a lot of you probably aren't watching 205 Live. But if you are... It'll be a brief recap, so just deal with it. Uh, Buddy Murphy is the current cruiserweight champion, and he won it from Cedric Alexander at WWE Australia, or Down Under, or whatever that Australian house show was called. Murphy is friends with Tony Nese, because they're both jacked, I guess? Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher, who are heels, turned on Brian Kendrick. Kendrick, who is now a face, looks for revenge on his former heel pals with the help of Tazawa in an unlikely alliance, because I know Kendrick and Tazawa had their own little thing going on. Uh, but whatever, they're friends now. Lucha House Party seems to be in a feud with TJP. Not TJ Perkins, because Vince McMahon does not like his name being associated with that restaurant. Whatever. Anyway, TJP keeps ripping off the Lucha House Party masks, and uh, they are also in a feud with Mike Canellis, who doesn't like Spanish people? I, I don't know. That's probably not true, but anyway, speaking of Mike, Mike and Maria Canellis are the newest additions of 205 Live as far as I know, and I'm excited for Mike. He wasn't on TV for I don't know how long, but that's cool. Anyway, Mustafa Ali earned a title shot against Buddy Murphy at Survivor Series after he beat 8-pack abs Tony Nese with a roll-up last week. So that'll be happening at Survivor Series, like I said. That's probably pre-show, I'm guessing, but anyway... Enough of the recap, let's get to current events. The first 205 Live that I will be covering took place in Manchester, England on November 7th, 2018. We will have two-thirds of Lucha House Party, that's right, the revival beating Lucha House Party, versus TJP and Mike Kanellis. Told you, there's a feud going on. Aren't you glad you listened to that recap? Now you know what's going on. We are welcomed to Manchester by Vic Joseph, who is joined by Percy Watson and... Percy Watson and Nigel McGuinness at the commentary table. TJP enters. He's, according to himself, the cruiser great. Wearing the masks, he scalped off Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado, which I thought was a nice touch. I guess he's the mask collector, too? That's a gimmick. It really doesn't make too much sense other than he used to wear masks in the indies, I guess. Mike Canellis out, and I love him and Maria's song. Always have, always will. Mike looks good. Maria looks better, but Mike looks good. They're holding hands down to the ring. All cute. I really miss Maria's in-ring evolution outfit because that, that shit was a bee's knees. Um, Lucha House Party out now. It's Dorado and Kalisto. They're kind of a fun stable. I like them. Uh, where's Metalik, though? Metalik is not there. Uh, maybe he's injuring some sort of mask-removing injury from last week and you'll get a little promo from Kalisto and uh, Dorado they talk about being able to break two pinatas at once Dorado straightens Kalisto out by saying the pinata which is named Penelope is sensitive and I think Penelope might be a shot at Gail Kim let's be honest Dorado seems decent on the mic and he seems to have calmed down Kalisto who used to be horrendous during promos he wasn't bad here I like Kalisto's entrance attire because it's a shirt, 
and it has the same colors and look of the old WWF in your house kind of vibe to it. It, it looks really good. Anyway, Little Nature's your ref. TJP and Kalisto start the match, and if you can't tell by now, yes, I do have a cold. My voice does not normally sound like this. I'm not putting on some sort of, you know, podcasting voice. It's just my voice is uh, shit as it begins with, and it's not better when I have a cold. Percy, starting off early by mentioning Rey Mysterio was ashamed that TJP has been dismasking the Lucha House Party. Percy. Dismasking is not a word. Unmasking is what you were looking for. What a twat. TJP tries to rip Dorado's mask. God damn it, Joseph. It's Kalisto's mask. Kalisto's mask. It tries to rip Kalisto's mask off. Get it together, guys. Jesus. I'm trying to do a podcast here. Anyway, Kalisto gets the upper hand quickly. Dorado in and Kalisto with the assisted splash. And Dorado follows with a plank. Yeah. Plank. Canellis in after TJP scurries away to the corner to try to suck him off. Dorado and Kalisto double-team Canellis and clothesline him to the outside. Canellis tries to return the favor on TJP with a blowy. Lucha House Party fakes out the heels on a dive and do child-sized versions of Hulk Hogan poses. Maria is directing the heels as she should. Bunch of lucky guys, uh, I think so. Wish you could direct me. Anyway, Mike seems like the muscle in this match. He attacks Dorado briefly before the whole speed versus power formula takes over. Hurricane Rana and dropkick by Dorado. Maria throwing fits outside the ring. And I'm going to talk about her as much as possible. TJP with a cheap shot followed by an over-the-top rope senton. Canalis in. Big elbow. Canalis takes control. TJP back in. Heels are fully in control now. And uh, Maria's outfit looks good by the way. Dorado takes out TJP and Canellis. TJP stops the tag from Dorado to Kalista. Uh, never mind. Kalisto's in, and Kalisto's cleaning house. Canellis, though, sneakily tags in, drags Kalisto out of the ring, and Russian leg sweeps him into the barrier. It looked pretty brutal. Canellis with a strong top bear hug. Perhaps some penetration going on. I, I can't quite tell. It would make me excited if we had a better angle, but that's fine. We'll just deal with it and assume it's penetration. Kalisto counters with a nice DDT on Canales. And then Dorado's back in, and he's ruining the heels. I mean, he is destroying them. And we get a really nice move from Dorado with three moonsaults, one from each turnbuckle onto TJP. That was a really cool maneuver. I don't think I've seen that before. Anyway, Canales breaks the pin up, much to the pleasure of Maria, and now to my pleasure, and apparently to Nigel's pleasure, because he points out how beautiful Maria is. Me and Nigel can hang out anytime. Dorado with the double golden rewind, which is a double springboard stunner on both TJP and Canellis. And that has become a staple of the Lucha House Party matches. It was kind of cool at first. It's a little silly now. Lucha House Party now climbs to the top rope and double moonsaults at the outside on both the heels. It's a little out of sync, but it was still a really cool spot. And then we get Dorado, TJP in the ring, and TJP counters into a knee bar. His finisher, or his old finisher, I, I don't know what it is anymore. It's just a knee bar. Anyway, Kaliso breaks it up, tosses Canales back outside the ring, and Suicide dives on him. TJP breaks out of a pin by ripping at the mask of Dorado. 
and he gets it. He rips that mask right off. But that's way this. Oh, come on. Dorado stood, stood up behind TJP, and he's doing the flaw stance. It's to think I used to like Dorado. I mean, Jesus. What the hell was wrong with me? Anyway, the point is he has a second mask on, apparently. And that scares TJP. And then there's a Hurricane Rana by Dorado on TJP, and he gets the three count. So the masks win over the maskless. And then Mike and TJP try to, you know, do the whole, like, I'm going to attack you after the bell. And Maria's like, no, I'm not going to let you. Um, anyway, whatever. So I guess Dorado wrestled that whole match in two masks. Or I just missed something completely. That's uh, It's got to be quite a challenge. Oh, by the way, did I mention I like Maria? Okay, that's the end of that. Sorry. <laughs> Next, Cedric Alexander is shown with some footage of him training at the WWE Performance Center because he is in a slump lately. He has lost a couple of matches in a row since losing the championship, so he wants to kind of, you know, brush up on his skills. And then that shithead Leo Rush appears to taunt Cedric. And Cedric taunts him right back with being Lashley's lackey. Leo Rush challenges Cedric to a match. And Leo Rush is just a little shit. That's what I think of him. But apparently, it worked because it led to a match between Alexander and Rush next week. Which, count me in, I mean I would be doing it anyway because I, I'm going to be doing this next week as well. But I absolutely would see that match. It's going to be a barn burner. But next, we get to see that little shit Leo Rush. And he's taking on uh, generic tiny guy number one. I mean, uh, Josh Morell? 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 Anyway, he's legit competition before Alexander, am I right? Morrow is quick, and he arm drags Rush, and yells, Come on! Calm down, Josh, it's an arm drag. Let me guess, here's where he loses. Oh wait, I didn't guess right, because, uh, you know, these guys move quick, and Josh lands a pretty nasty NC Gary that totally hit Rush in the head. Definitely didn't miss by like three feet. It missed by three feet, by the way. If you couldn't catch up, that's, you know, sarcasm. It's very, very blatant sarcasm. Anyway, two moves, and the announcers are selling it like this guy is the fucking real deal. Boot in the corner by Morel. Morel? Morel? We'll just call him Josh. Let's go back to Josh. Maybe I'm underselling this upset a little bit, you know? He's got three moves in now. Middle rope for Josh, and Rush kicks him in the face, and he falls outside. Can I make a second guess now? I'm going to guess Rush takes over. And I'm right. He's very aggressive. And then the UK crowd starts chanting for Nigel. I think he deserves it. You know, plus he's from the UK, so it makes sense. Cannonball by Rush, who seems very angry. I gotta say, I'm a little confused, though. Um, I, I can't understand why he isn't showing his ass as a crowd like Lashley was on Monday. Speaking of which... Why isn't Lashley out there supporting his dude on 205 Live? He has better things to do, you say? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Final Hour, which is that frog splash that Rush has. Uh, and he wins, which it was basically a squash. Rush, now with a mic. Lashley. La oh, never mind. He dedicates his win to Cedric. Mocks Cedric slump. And the crowd is chanting over his promo the entire time. It doesn't matter because Rush says that nobody works harder than him. 
and Rush basically says you're just going to beat Cedric. Cool. Now we get a Mark Andrews promo video. It basically says he always has fun in the ring, and he's an underdog his whole life. I feel like uh, that might have been heard recently on another episode of WWE. Maybe NXT UK. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Well, they're billing it as if he might have a shot to beat Buddy Murphy tonight, even though we all know he won't. Now we get a second promo. This time it's Mustafa Ali, and he is sitting outside of a door. There is a large and loud generator noise in the background. You you just you couldn't you couldn't move the location anywhere that you know didn't have that noise. Whatever. It's about his climb back to the championship since WrestleMania. And let's be honest, besides that generator noise and it being in a random fucking door, it was a solid promo. But uh, it'll be Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy, who's a pretty lucky guy because he's uh, dating Alexa Bliss. We also get an announcement next week that Tazawa and Kendrick will be facing Gulak and Gallagher. See, uh, back to that recap, aren't you glad you listened to that? Because you know they're in a feud together. But I'm already tuning in next week, so yay. Uh, now for the main event. Buddy Murphy out first, which isn't he the champion, but I guess it's a non-title match, so who really gives a shit? He is ripped, by the way. But I can't say I like his music that much. It's very generic. The crowd has no reaction to him, which is just a damn shame. Murphy has a little promo video in the corner as he's coming out during the entrance saying the bad guy always wins. Well, he's, I guess I guess that's true, except for when the good guy wins. Well, whatever. Mark Andrews out. I, look... I like Mark Andrews, but I still hate his fucking entrance. The stupid poo-poo mini Sami Zayn entrance. I hate it. It's just leave it to Sami Zayn to do the ska dancing and shit like that. Uh, thankfully, it's quick. Painless. Well, not entirely painless for me. So they square off, and Murphy looks gigantic when the match starts. He has got some titties on him, man. It turns me on a little bit. I can't lie. Man got some titties, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little attracted to them. Well, whatever, let's start the match. You get some back and forth. Speed versus strength. Sounds familiar. And then we get McGinnis with the insult on Percy, calling him talentless. That's fucking harsh, man. But let's be honest, Percy, he kind of deserves it. And Percy has no response to it except to be like, that's... That's not true. That's a good comeback, Percy. Whatever. Then we get the other shithead, Joseph, calling a standing moonsault that missed a standing shooting star. I might start to have an issue with Joseph. You know what? I do. And I'm going to call him Baby Cole from now on. It's definitely Baby Cole. It is not Joseph. Good. Now we have that clear. Continue. Murphy's strong. Andrews found that out. And then we get an Enziguri by Andrews, and then a top rope Hurricane Rana to Murphy. Murphy just, let's, let's just take a second here. Murphy sells so well. It's crazy how, when moves are done to him, they just look so much more effective and much more devastating. <clears throat> Speaking of which, a lawn dart by Murphy. That looked like an ouchie. 
Beal by Murphy. He's the strength in this match, in case you haven't gotten that yet. Punch to the lower back, another Beal, and then we get a hold. And another hold. But then, we got counter into a reverse Rana by Andrews, which looked devastating. It looked so good. Then a suicide dive by Andrews, which knocks Murphy over the announce table. Andrews is in control. He's chasing down Murphy, and he does a stair-assisted senton onto him. Then a springboard counter. Murphy catches him into the Murphy's Law? No, not yet. Double stomp into a standing moonsault by Andrews. That looked pretty good. And now the announcers are building up this possible Andrews win as a monumental win, which I talked about on another show. But this time, it works here because Murphy is the champ. Anyway, Andrews with a sunset flip, which is botched, but McGinnis covers for him. We have a real announcer in the commentating booth. He is a real announcer. He sells it so well. He blames it on the sweat of Murphy and Andrews kind of slipping off. He covered for him. That's what you want in one of your announcers. Joseph and Percy need to take some notes. We get some more back and forth strikes. Murphy tries for the corner head trapped super kick. But Andrews counters with a mule kick. Andrews tries for a tornado DDT, but that is countered into a sit-out powerbomb by Murphy, and that was a big powerbomb. Gets the crowd going. Crowd starts cheering. Uh, Murphy has some goblin teeth, by the way. I don't know if you guys noticed that. His teeth need some work. But other than that, I mean, he's he's sculpted perfectly. But maybe get some dental work. <sighs> well... Now, yes, this this happened now, and uh, it's the cool move with the worst name, Stun Dog Millionaire. You know, Andrews hits it. I, I can't stand the name. The move is cool. It's like his setup to his shooting star finisher, which he goes for the shooting star, by the way. But it does get countered with some knees. Murphy with a Yakuza kick, and then we get the Murphy's Law, which I was waiting for, for the win. Now, overall, this was a great match. I think Murphy is incapable of having a bad match. He is the Seth Rollins of 205 Live, if you will. Every match he puts on is just phenomenal. That's it. That's it for the show. There's only three matches, and one of them was a very short squash. That does it for me. The first episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and tune in next week for some more 205 Live recap action. I can see our